Welcome to Heads Up on Money, the heads up you need to make better financial choices. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Heads Up on Money. Today's episode is how to solve a problem like inflation. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Thank you for joining me. This is Heads Up on Money and it's the personal finance podcast that gives you the heads up you need to get control of your personal finances. In the podcast, we don't focus on short-term noise and financial markets. Instead, we're here to look at what are the key points you need to look out for and know in order to achieve your financial futures. And admittedly, at the time of recording, today's episode is a very topical one as we tackle the beast that is inflation, the terminator of wealth, as I call it. Now, there are periods in market cycles where inflation is higher and inflation is lower, and in times like these, inflation is rampant and seems to be ever rising. And that, of course, leads to a lot of noise in the media. What actually is inflation? Why does it matter to me? And most importantly, what can I do to combat inflation? So that's the topics we're going to cover in today's podcast is to give you really the heads up that you need so you walk away from today knowing exactly what inflation is and you have a plan in place to tackle it. Let's take a massive step back here and say, okay, why am I investing in the first place? Why am I putting some of my hard-earned money to work for the future? And the reason is inflation. Why don't we just tuck away our hard-earned pennies under the bed and dip into it as and when we need it? The answer, yeah, you guessed it, again, is inflation. And there's a saying you may have heard of, cash is king. There's a perception of holding some money in cash in a bank account is king. Cash always wins out, it's safer, it's less risky, and cash as an asset class will never do me wrong. Well, by the end of today's podcast, hopefully your perceptions and views on that will differ. And the key takeaway from today is that cash as an asset class should never be central to your long-term financial plan. Yes, there are reasons why you should hold cash, and not holding any cash at all is equally harmful to your long-term financial plan. But I'll repeat, when it comes to investing, cash as an asset class should never be central to your long-term financial plan. Cash is never, ever king. A chessboard metaphor here, cash is not even your bishop. Cash is not even your knight. Cash is a pawn. It's central to your overall success, but alone it's not likely to result in the best outcome. There are other players you need in the game that is wealth creation and planning for your financial futures, whatever that might look like to you. Cash is not going to get you there in isolation. And the reason why is because of the terminator of wealth, inflation. The silent assassin, the terminator of wealth, it is a thing to be feared. Inflation is effectively a universal tax. It doesn't care about your income level. It doesn't care if you work full-time, if you work part-time, If you're starting out on your wealth journey or if you're retired and starting to draw down on your wealth journey, 
Inflation doesn't care if you're on financial benefits to supplement your income. Inflation affects every one of us. And I often ask my clients, what do you think is the greatest risk to achieving your overall financial life plan? And the answer that I more often get is the stock market risk. And what happens if the stock market drops overnight? There's a recession and my portfolio drops then that will surely jeopardise my long-term financial plan. And they're right, but I think we focus far too much on stock market risk. And my answer to the biggest risk to your overall plan is twofold. Firstly, it's yourself. You are one of the greatest risks to achieving your long-term financial plan. Your behaviour as an investor, the patterns you adopt, the practices you keep or fail to keep, that is going to jeopardise your future. Focus on that more than the financial markets. And secondly, in keeping with today's episode's theme, you guessed it, it's inflation. Inflation is deadly. We don't see it as a charge or a deduction from any portfolios we have. You don't see it, so you assume it's not there, but we all know it is, and yet we do so little about it. We know that our money is losing value over time, but we continue to waste so much time and effort in holding far too much in cash. Okay, so what do we mean by inflation? Well, the general definition an economist will throw at you is a general increase in the prices of goods and services in an economy, and I'm falling asleep reading that. The definition we prefer at Heads Up is Inflation effectively means not being able to afford the same cup of coffee you enjoy today, tomorrow. So you rock up to your favourite coffee shop, and in a year's time, you find that the price has risen, whereas the money that's in your back pocket has stayed the exact same, and you can no longer afford the coffee you once enjoyed. Okay, I hear you, it's all doom and gloom, but you are not money novices. You're listening to this podcast, you are on your way, or have become money nerds. And there is a solution to this conundrum. So as money nerds, we recognise that the only way to preserve our long-term future wealth comes from investing primarily in two different asset classes. Historically, only two have been found to be adequate hedges against the terminator of wealth that is inflation. The first is property and the second is equities. Now, both of these will be covered fully in future episodes. Don't worry about that just now. All you need to know is that these are the two powerhouses when it comes to combating inflation. Property and equities. Equity investing is effectively riding on the coattails of smart people. You're investing in the smartest minds in business who are responding to changing market conditions, responding to consumer trends and behaviours and fashions, And they're innovating all the time, all the time they're improving. And ultimately, by investing in equities, in companies, we're investing in the ethos that tomorrow will be better than today. And tomorrow will be more creative, more efficient and more productive than today. And by investing in these wonderful companies, you are riding along on their coattails. And they are rising with capitalism and so are you. And that is what is meant by equity investing. And if we look back at the returns of equity as an asset class, the long-term numbers of being an equity investor, well, your returns are averaging about 9 to 10% a year. And looking at historic returns of inflation, it comes in around 3% on average. 
Now, it's not as simple as that, of course, and your understanding as an equity investor is that there will be bumps along the way. There will be peaks and troughs in your returns, and there's absolutely no doubt that the journey is far more tumultuous than if you're planning to just hold money under your bed or in a bank account. But if you're planning to attack the terminator of wealth that is inflation head on, you need to invest a proportion of your wealth in equities. And yes, as an equity investor, there will be lots of bumps along the way. Market cycles will rise, market cycles will fall. There will always be another disaster that will rock financial markets. But the key is, as a sensible money investor, being a money nerd means we look at the very long term when it comes to our wealth creation. And over the very long term, history does not lie. Equities can outperform inflation. Cash cannot. And as I mentioned, there is a role for holding some cash in your overall financial life plan, because when those bumps do come along, and they will come along, they came along yesterday, they'll come along tomorrow, and if you have enough in cash, then these bumps in the road shouldn't matter to you. Your equity portfolio will do the heavy lifting over the longer term, and your cash will help to weather the short-term storms. And if I revisit the chess analogy that I indulged you with earlier, your pawns your cash, they'll do some of the heavy lifting when the proverbial hits the fan. The equity portfolio should be ticking along in the background for the longer term. And it really is as simple as that. As money nerds, we recognise that inflation is going to kill us over the longer term unless we invest in some asset classes that give us a bit of oomph, and they are equity and property. By investing in these asset classes, you have effectively escaped the clutches of the terminator of wealth your money has held its purchasing power which means that you not only can enjoy the coffee you like today but tomorrow you can make it an extra large you can have caramel latte with chocolate and cinnamon and all the things you enjoy because your wealth has not only held its purchasing power but it has increased over time and that is what successful financial planning is all about And in market times like these, when inflation is high and it seems like we're being squeezed all the time, it can be disillusioning and we really need to hold our own and play the long game. And now more than ever, you need to be sensible with other elements of your financial plan so you make use of some of the tax allowances available to you. Things like your ISA allowance, your pensions allowance capital gains tax exemptions, whatever these elements apply to you and in your personal situations, making the most of them means you keep more of your hard-earned money. And that, my fellow money nerds, is how you solve a problem like inflation. have it another episode draws to an end and we've just got time for this week's silly question of the week is inflation always a bad thing well the answer is no don't always perceive it as a bad thing when you read it in the media inflation is often comes with negativity and negative headlines but it's not always terrible And some modest levels inflation is a good thing, as it suggests the economy is functioning well. And to explain what I mean by that is, if inflation is rising, then going back to our analogies in the episode of coffees, I feel like this week's episode has been 
sponsored by coffees and chess, then if we can buy an oat milk latte with cinnamon and chocolate for £2.50 today, but we know in a year's time it's going to have gone up, then typically we buy more now. Demand increases now, and this is good for the coffee shop that sells you the coffee. They start to make profits. In turn, this contributes to revenues and taxes that flow back into the economy. And these are all the good things that governments try and maintain. And inflation is key to that. So it's not always a bad thing. It maintains a good economic cycle and it boosts economic growth, which is good for all of us. The issues often come when inflation gets out of hand. And that's when you need to fall back on your long-term financial plan and your long-term objectives to beat inflation and to tackle the terminator of wealth. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has been of interest to you, especially with what's going on in the media at the moment. And I've had lots of positive feedback about the podcast so far. Thank you so much, everyone, and thank you for listening. If this podcast has been of use to you, please do leave a review. Please leave a rating share it amongst your friends. If we can get the word out there and spread more financial wisdom, then I have achieved my objectives. And thank you to the people who have said I've got the perfect voice for podcasting and the people who have also said the perfect face also. Um, Rude. But no, it genuinely means a lot to know that people are getting a lot of value from these podcasts. So thank you very much and I'll see you next time on the podcast.